back to another My Tribe podcast. This is a special one. I can't lie. I can't lie. This is a special one. I love all these My Tribe podcasts, but this might go down in history as the most re-listenable over the next 50 years. Today's podcast is live from Disney World. Okay, so what happened was for years and years, Gabe, who is my nephew Ben's best friend from across the street, he's also my age, and he's me and Kyle and Michael and a couple others, uh, very close friend, and we, we love him to death, but he's, but he's Ben's best friend. He's Ben's best friend across the street. But Gabe and I have been joking for years that Ben hasn't been to Disney World since he was like an infant. And we've been saying that this is nonsense. Like all the other kids in our sort of family of five have had Disney memories, have had Disney trips, and Ben didn't get one. And now the kids are getting older. You know, we've been there a couple times. It's not exactly what anybody's thinking about for a vacation. So the joke has been that me, Gabe, and Ben should go to Disney World for a guy's weekend. And we should focus totally on the one, the only Ben Berkey. He's seven years old now. He knows what's going on. He likes big rides. Now was the time. You know, and it was always sort of a joke, sort of a pipe dream. And this year we made it come true. Veterans Day weekend, 2023. Three nights, four days in Orlando. Guys weekend, Ben Berkey, myself, and Gabe Huffstutler. It it truly, truly was a dream come true. And Ben Berkey, I, I can't say enough about how cool he was. He was just one of the guys. He wasn't a needy seven-year-old, not even once. He was just one of the guys having fun, waiting in lines, running around, getting up early, you know, eating whatever we could eat just to keep the fun at the parks going. He was great by the pool. He was great at Disney Springs. I mean, it was the best. He was the best, and it was the best, and it was one of the best trips of my life. I'm so lucky to have gone on it. So while we were there, we used voice memo on my phone. I don't quite know how the quality is going to be of the sound, but to me it sounds pretty good, actually. But we used voice memo and we filmed a bunch of different mini pods that were putting together here for one big Live from Disney with Ben Berkey podcast. Okay, there's two themes to this podcast. First, we did the Disney dinner draft. We filmed this one round at a time. We took turns in the draft. And basically what we were doing was picking our favorite Disney characters that we would have at a dinner table. So if I could have dinner with five Disney characters, who would they be? Same for Ben, same for Gabe. We gave Ben first pick because he deserved it. Because he deserved it, that's why. And you're going to hear each of the different rounds, and then at the end you're going to hear my wrap-up of the total at each of our tables. But once someone was off the table, then that was it. That was it. You could not pick anyone. You could not pick that character again. So you're going to hear some Disney dinner draft. The other thing you're going to hear is at the end of our trip, we had been on 16 rides and we put the 16 rides on little pieces of paper and we had Ben rank them from number one to number 16. We did allow ties. So he ended up with nine rows, some ties, some stood alone, but we're going to start From the bottom of that all the way up to the top, and we're going to hear Ben Berkey's ranking of his favorite rides in our Disney experience. We did get to all four parks, which was awesome. There's no such thing as getting on every ride, but we got on a lot of them. Also, I need to point out that Ben Berkey was, once again, phenomenal the entire time. 
the entire time. He also had never been on a roller coaster. So this was his first trip with roller coasters. And as you're going to hear, he ended up really liking roller coasters. And man, I can't say enough about this kid. But I don't want to go on too long here. This is about Ben Berkey. This is live from Disney. You're going to notice that he warms up slowly to the mic. Much like anybody on a podcast, you know, I've had a lot of guests on. Sometimes it takes me a little while to get going. So in the beginning, when you're hearing round one of the Disney dinner draft, Ben's giving us something. He's not giving us everything. But hang in there, because by the time we're ranking the rides at Disney, he is really comfortable in front of the mic. It was a trip of a lifetime. It was a dream come true. Ben, we love you. Gabe, man, what a great friend you are to Ben and, uh, and to me. And uh, so thankful for this whole thing. And without further ado, live from Disney World, Mr. Ben Berkey. Okay, welcome to round one of our Disney dinner draft. It's me, Timmy. I'm here with Ben and Gabe. It's day one of our Disney Guys weekend. Ayo. Ayo. And the first thing we're doing is our Disney dinner draft. Let me tell you how this works, all right? How this works is we each get to go to dinner with five Disney characters. And we're going we're gonna to have a draft to determine which characters we get to go with. All right, so it's not going to be a snake draft. It's going to be a traditional draft. Ben Berkey is picking first. So of all the Disney characters, Ben Berkey is going to tell you the one that he most wants to have at his dinner party, and he's going to tell you why. Ben, you have the first pick in the Disney dinner draft. Who you got and why? Woody, because he's funny and smart. Woody from Toy Story? Yes. What do you think he'd be like at dinner? Not eat that much. Yeah, he's kind of skinny, right? I think you're right. I think you're right. Do you think he'd carry the conversation or do you think he'd be quiet? Carry the conversation. Yeah, I agree. You know what, Ben? Can I give you a little secret? If you didn't pick him, he was going to be my first pick. I wanted him at my Disney dinner, but now you've got him. So congratulations on a great first pick, Ben. Woody is coming to your Disney dinner. Yay. (laughs) Gabe? Gabe, I know you've thought long and hard. You've been going between should you be doing villains, should you be doing Daffy Duck and other traditional characters. You haven't played, this whole time at the pool, you never played your hand on which direction you're headed. Who is your first pick in the Disney dinner draft? There's only one. The guy. You gotta go Mickey. Classic. He's the OG, right? This is the house that Mickey built. If it wasn't for him... We wouldn't even be here, quite frankly. You sure you're going to be okay with that high-pitched voice at your dinner? <laughs> yeah, may, may have to, like, try to... Yeah. <laughs> what did he say? Wait a minute, let's hear that Mickey. It wasn't even Mickey. Oh, it wasn't even Mickey. Got it. All right. Uh, but, yeah, you, you can't be at Disney and not go with Mickey, so I, I got to pull him off the board. One of my favorite things you said at the pool as we debated this, Gabe, was that Mickey would have a lot of old stories. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, he's been around since, what, the 40s. So you know this guy's got some good table talk. Can uh, really lead the conversation. Voice pending. <laughs> Voice pending. But, uh, yeah, he's, he's my first pick. Okay, so that gets to me. My first round pick, Woody, my favorite, was off the board. Mickey, yeah. 
I love him. I respect him. I respect his hustle, but it's like I'm not picking George Mikan in the NBA all-time draft. I'm also not picking Mickey necessarily here. My first pick in the Disney dinner draft, I'm picking Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Belle has been – she was brave. She was a reader. That little-known fact, she loved reading. The whole movie started with her loving reading. And she saw beauty in the beast. She's the one that saw the beauty in the beast. And she saved her dad while at the same time falling in love with what she thought was her enemy. She never lost her optimism, her positivity. And uh, I just feel like Belle would be a really nice dinner date. So she's the first one at my table. Nice. Dude, you, you're clearly have done this before. You got, you, you, you've done this a bunch, Phil. All right, that's round one of the Disney Dinner Draft. Round two, coming soon. Okay, we're back here with round two of the Disney Dinner Draft. Round two is coming to you live from the line for the hot air balloon at Disney Springs. Ben talked us into it. He's pretty excited. He did not think we were actually going to do it. As we walked towards this ride, we predicted the, the cost of this ride, and I set the over-under at 45 and Gabe took the over. Gabe, not a gambler, huh? Oof. Way off. Way, way off. Happy to say we were at 20 and 25 for this eight-minute jaunt up until up into the Disney skies. Anyways. What's that? What did you guess? I thought it was going to be over 45 per ticket. So, with the first pick in the second round of the Disney dinner draft, I'll turn over to Ben Berkey to make his selection. Probably Mike Wazowski. He's small, so it'd make me feel tall at the party. <laughs> and he's uh, funny. You talking about Mike Wazowski from Monsters, Inc.? Yep. Yeah, man, that's a good pick. I like that movie. He'll be fun at dinner. Hey, Ben, what'd you think? Uh, what'd you like better, the hotel pool or the hotel Lazy River? Hotel pool. Why is that? All like the jumping in and handstands and stuff. Do you want to tell our listeners about the pina colada you drank while slouched over on a lounge chair? It was delicious. Okay, so Mike Wazowski is off the board. Gabe, it is your pick. Round two. So far, you are at the table. You and the classic, the legend, Mickey. Who's joining you guys at the table? All right, I need a big personality. So I'm going with the genie from Aladdin. Ooh, good selection. Dare I ask, are we talking live action or are we talking animated, genie? Hey, I'm sticking with the classics. So I'm going animated. You get the wishes, Ooh, which is kind of an, a benefit. Good pick. He's funny. We need that humor at the table. And I just think he'd be a good ad. So I'm going, I'm going genie. I love it. Gabe, Mickey, and Jeannie eating dinner at his Disney dinner table. Okay, with my second pick, I'm staying on brand. I'm staying on theme. And I'm going with a second princess. I'm going with Princess Tiana from The Princess and the Frog. I kind of consider it the last animated Disney movie. Like, not computer graphics, but truly drawn. I also... It came around at just the time when my daughters were into this kind of stuff. Um... And you know what? I might ask Tiana, who, by the way, owns her own restaurant in New Orleans, to cook a couple things for the dinner. You know, because 
I've heard she's good. So good. So, so far, it's me, Belle, and Tiana. I'm happy with this dinner thus far. Ben, give us some predictions for this hot air balloon ride before we sign off on round two. What do you think is going to go on here? Uh, we get great views. Great views of what? Florida. Yes, I think you are correct, Ben. All right. Round two is done. We'll see you for round three of the Disney Dinner Draft. Okay, Big Ben. We're back, baby. We're walking home from Disney Springs, night one, and it's time for the Disney Dinner Draft, round three. First of all, Ben, we just had a great dinner at Raglan Road. Irish step dancing, live music. Gabe got the risotto. And on the way out of there, on the way out of Disney Springs, Ben, you bought one more thing. What'd you buy? Mickey slippers. Mickey slippers? What color are those? Yellow. Yeah, you sure did buy some yellow Mickey slippers. We thought we were out of there. And you said, nope, hold on. Adult small Mickey slippers. Nice call, Ben. All right. Gabe, what'd you think of Raglan Road? Epic. Dude. So nice. The the dancers great. Atmosphere is great. Guinness great. It's nice when you show up an hour early for your reservation, but you're with Gabe and he can talk the hostess into getting you seated right at that moment. It's a real skill he brings to the table, no doubt. Okay, round three. Ben, who's at your table so far? Just tell me. Let me recap. Who's at your table so far? Woody. And um, Mike Wazowski. Mike Wazowski. Okay, Ben's sitting down at his Disney dinner. He's got Woody and Mike Wazowski. And now it's his third pick. Ben, who is the third Disney character sitting at your dinner table? Betamax. Betamax? Why Betamax, dude? I like that pick. That's a surprise pick. He's funny. He's... He... One thing is, isn't he really big? So you went with Mike Wazowski last pick because he's small, and now you're going with Betamax, who's huge. Your table's diverse. I like it. I want to feel small. I want to feel tall, like next to one person, but but small next to the other. I like how you're thinking through this, Ben. Thanks for leaning into the Disney Disney the Disney dinner draft. <laughs> okay, next up, we have Gabe. Gabe, so far, you're sitting with Mickey and who else? Genie. Mickey and Aladdin's genie. All right. I have no idea where this third pick is going. Third pick, the Disney dinner draft. Gabe Huff-Stutler. So I had this. I know you did Tiana and mentioned food and cooking, but I had this pick already in my back pocket. I'm going Remy from Ratatouille because we need that person that can go in the, in, into the back, whip up a good meal. He's the guy. I'm absolutely shocked that I didn't think of this. I can't believe he wasn't in my top two picks. I'm obsessed with Ratatouille. That's a great pick. Thanks, man. It's a fantastic pick. I'm flustered. I'm going to have a hard time making my pick because I forgot that Ratatouille was Disney. All right. With the third pick in the Disney dinner draft, I'm sitting so far with Belle and Tiana, which is a nice table. But I have to add a third character I'm going to change it up big time here, and I'm going to make sure Ben doesn't pick this. Yeah, I put that sticker on you when you didn't look. 
I'm picking Buzz Lightyear as my third pick. I need listen. I need Toy Story at the table. I think I'll have fun with Buzz to infinity and beyond. He'll be trying to rescue us from danger that doesn't exist. He'll keep the dinner fun, you know. He'll keep it light. Sit down, Buzz. Keep eating. It's not time to fight Zerg. All right, man. Oh man, these tables are really taking shape. Join us soon. In fact, on this podcast, join us. Right now, for round four of the Disney Dinner Draft. We interrupt this Disney Dinner Draft to bring you the following. At the end of day one in Florida, Ben FaceTimed his parents. Only the reception was spotty for his parents. So after telling them everything we had done day one, we realized they couldn't hear him. So we hung up on them. And Ben then recorded the following voice memo to summarize day one at Disney World. Take it away, Ben. We went on a hot air balloon thing. It like went as high as the hot air balloon, but it was like connected to a rope, so it didn't um, like go anywhere. We. We got the slippers. We went on the lazy river five times. And we went in the pool two times. <coughs> and we, I had two pina coladas. And um, dinner was... Like, a Irish dinner with a bunch of, like, tap dancers, and some did, like, a dance-off. Um, okay, I love you. Bye. Love you guys. He's been awesome. Love you, bye. Okay, next up, our first park was Animal Kingdom, and our first big ride was Everest, which is an absolutely incredible roller coaster, uh, just, just a phenomenal ride. The next two interviews live from Disney are Ben pre-Everest ride and post-Everest ride, which is also known as before his first roller coaster ever and after Ben Berkey's first roller coaster ever. Take it away, Ben. Ben, you just said this is a big moment for you. Why is that? It's my first roller coaster. What roller coaster are we about to get on, dude? Mount Everest. Mount Everest at Animal Kingdom. Are you nervous? Kind of. What makes you nervous? The speed, the drops, or the Yeti? All of that. All right, any last words before we board? All right, we'll be back after the ride. Ben, you just rode your first roller coaster. What'd you think? It, I could barely feel my body. <laughs> I heard you at one point yell, I totally can't feel my stomach. What happened? It was going like so fast. I, uh, 
the like air was like pushing it in. Do you remember the first thing you said when it was over? You said I was holding on for dear life. What's wrong with your hands now? They're shaking like crazy. <laughs> well, did you like it? That's the big question. I loved it. <laughs> you did great, man. You did great. And now we resume our Disney dinner draft. Okay, here we are back at round four of the Disney dinner draft. It's day two at Disney. We've had a long day. We'll be recapping it later in a separate edition of this episode. However, at this time, as we wait in the line for Tower of Terror, we're going to pick our fourth guest at the Disney dinner. Ben, you are up next. Who are you selecting in the fourth round of the Disney dinner draft? I'm going with Lightning McQueen. Yeah. Ooh, Lightning McQueen. You're bringing a race car to dinner. Mm-hmm. Why did you select Lightning McQueen? Well, I feel like he'd bring a lot of fun to the table. I think you are right. I totally agree. You're really growing into the pod, Ben. I like it. Next up, with no preparation in the Disney dinner draft round four, Mr. Gabe Huffsteller. Who you got? Thought about this for the last two seconds. I'm going Moana from the self-titled Moana. Animated. I need a leader, somebody that's going to inspire this this table. Yeah. Got some good stories, great songs. You need a midler. Are you, are you picking Moana as your midler? Think, Moana the midler actually has, I think that's pretty good. I think it just wrote itself here. I love watching drafts evolve as they happen, and Gabe's now not just drafting, he's also doing a seating chart. And he has selected Moana as the middler. Great fourth round pick. Anything else you'd like to say about Moana? I'm good. I'm good. Gabe, before I make my selection, can you tell us how you feel after riding a simulated motion ride followed by a ice cream sandwich followed by a margarita? How you feeling? Let's just say I'm sitting down right now as we're sitting in line and just scooting. I'm not even, like, getting up to, like, move. I'm just scooting over when the line moves. So, great. We're getting close. We're getting close. By day four, he'll really need Gabby. It'll really be falling apart. All right. With my fourth whatever pick in the fourth round of the Disney dinner draft, I select Flynn Rider from Tangled. I love Flynn Rider. I love his combination of sort of um, mischievous with true love with innocence. I think he'll bring a lot to my table. I also, you know, I'm excited I selected Buzz Lightyear, but I need a guy at the table that's like a little bit more intellectually inclined than than Buzz Lightyear. So I I feel like Flynn Rider will do that without sacrificing any of the fun. So I'm excited about my fourth pick. I really am. And that's it. That concludes the fourth round of the Disney dinner draft. Ben, you just rode the Tower of Terror. First thoughts? Uh, scary. I saw you on that thing. You were screaming. How'd you feel? Scared. <laughs> what did your body do because it was scared? Shake. Were your, was your hair shaking? Were your feet shaking? What was shaking? Everything except my hair. Everything except your hair was shaking. What was your favorite part of the ride? 
probably going up and down. Yeah, I liked when the window opens and you can see out to the park and then bam, you're going back down again. Mm-hmm. Gabe, what'd you think of the Tower of Terror? So good. So good. I'm telling you, that one never gets old. Nice job, Ben. You made it out. You're surviving. I appreciate that. Nice I job. I didn't throw up either, so that's, that's a plus. He didn't throw up on the heels of a ice cream sandwich, tater tot chili bowl, and a margarita with no salt. Good job by Gabe as well. Tower of Terror. It wins again. Okay, when it comes to the last round of the Disney Dinner Draft, there's only one place you can hold this round, and that is the place we're holding this round. Ben, what park are we in right now? Magic Kingdom. Damn right we are. hey Ayo. We just <laughs> nailed it on the app to get Guardians <laughs> virtual line later tonight. No, we did not. It did not work well. But we're having a great day in Magic Kingdom so far. Ben, Space Mountain, man. Tell us a little bit about it. Mm. It was dark. What kind of ride is it? A roller coaster. Yeah, but what was weird? Like, we didn't sit next to each other. It, it was one by one. Like, it was in a straight line. Yeah. You were pretty excited after that ride. What would you think of that ride? I liked it. Do you think it was your favorite ride so far, or is it maybe, like, tied? Tied with Everest. You're saying Space Mountain and Everest are neck and neck for Ben's favorite ride of the week? Yes. Wow. We're going to have to check back later when we do our ride power rankings. More on that tomorrow. But for now, we are here at round five of the Disney Dinner Draft. A lot of great Disney characters are off the board. Ben, you're up. So far, your Disney dinner is you, Woody, Mike Wazowski, Betamax, and Lightning McQueen. Who do you have with the fifth and final pick of the Disney dinner draft? Abu. Abu. Good pick. Who's Abu? The monkey from Aladdin. Yes, that's right. Why are we bringing Abu to your dinner? I got to know. Everyone wants to know. Uh... He's funny. Um, I feel like it'd be like he'd be kind of like a neck pillow if he like climbed on my shoulder or something. We're bringing Abu because he's funny and he'd be like having a night pillow at the table. A neck pillow. Oh, a neck pillow. <laughs> Sa same thing. A pillow. I like. I like that your fifth pick. You're thinking about your own comfort as well as again how funny your table is. You definitely have a funny table. I'll do a recap later on, but your table definitely is gonna win for funniest. All right, that brings us to the man, the myth, the legend himself. He started with Mickey Mouse. He went from there to Genie, to Remy, to Moana. Gabe, it's your turn, man. Who's your fifth pick in the Disney dinner draft and why? All right, so I wanted to book in this with another classic, but here's the wrinkle and I didn't tell you this. I'm thinking after dinner. What, what would be good for after dinner? So I'm going, my man, Peter Pan. Boom, we have fly off to Neverland to, for a nightcap. I don't know, we'll, we'll figure it out on the way. <laughs> but, I get, but we gotta have an adventure afterwards. So I'm thinking Peter Pan. 
So just to recap, Gabe, Gabe invited Moana so that she could be a middler at the table. And now he's invited Peter Pan, hoping he gets an invite to Peter Pan's after party. <laughs> I like the strategy. You're definitely seeing this he's a different a cool way. Yeah, we'll bring the whole table. Let's go. We're flying out the window. Peter Pan, book ended. <laughs> Mickey Mouse, Peter Pan. It's a great table. It's a great table. I'm a little worried about Moana. That table, she's, she's with you, Mickey, Jeannie, Remy, and Peter. But it's a great table. All right, so, so far I have Belle, Tiana, Buzz Lightyear, and Flynn Rider. And with the fifth and final pick in the Disney dinner draft, I just can't leave this movie untouched by me. And, you know, Gabe jumped the gun, got the main character early on. But there's someone I'd like to bring to dinner also from Ratatouille. And I think he's just a good guy who, you know, he went through a lot, but he came out stronger on the other end. I think he'd help us with the meal, and I think he'd just be nice to be around. I'd like to invite Linguini from Ratatouille <laughs> as the fifth character at my dinner table. I just like normal dudes, and Linguini feels like a normal dude that owns a restaurant in Paris <laughs> that he earned from a rat that helped him cook. Just a normal dude. Ah, well, guys, that concludes our Disney dinner draft. I think we all have good tables. Again, I might do a recap on my own at a later date. But thank you all for participating. Ben, one final word before I sign off here. You also did Big Thunder Mountain this morning. How was that? Good. What would you like about that one? What made that one special? All the drops. Yeah, there were a lot of different drops on that one. I agree with you. Gabe, we did it. You did It's a Small World. And now that we've gotten stuck on Pirates of the Caribbean, It's a Small World is getting better. It's getting better. It's aging well. Our time on It's a Small World is aging well. What would you think? I'm ready for Epcot. Get me out of here. Get me out of here. All right. We will be continuing to wait for the Tron virtual line to let us on. Then we'll be heading to Epcot, and we'll check in again later. But thank you for listening to the Disney Dinner Draft. All right. I hope you enjoyed our Disney dinner draft. I'll recap it later at the end of this episode. But now we transition. Now we transition into our power rankings. Well, I should say Ben Berkey's power rankings of the 16 rides we went on at the four different parks. We're going to start from the bottom, work our way all the way up to the top. Ben Berkey really gets firing in the next two sections. So I hope you enjoy the power rankings of the 16 rides at Disney World. All right, it is day four here at Disney. We just did a bunch of pool time, some more Lazy River. We did breakfast. And pretty soon we got to get ready to check out, Ben. I know, it's terrible news. But before we leave, we wanted to do our Ben Berkey power rankings of the 16 rides he went on here in the four parks at Disney World in, in what month is it? November of 2023. All right. The power rankings. We put all 16 rides on pieces of paper, and then Ben ranked them from his favorite to his least favorite. And there are some ties, so we have it down to nine rows. Nine rows of rides. Right, Ben? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. All right, we're taking out his gum, so we're, we're ready to talk here. Okay, here we go. The bottom row, row nine, the three rides he enjoyed the least here at Disney. Speedway, that is at Magic Kingdom. Pirates of the Caribbean, also at Magic Kingdom. And It's a Small Way, Small World, 
It's a small world at Magic Kingdom. Ben, let's start with Speedway. Tell us about it. It was uh, like a car thing, and if you hit like the um, lot, like what would you call it? It's like a a rail in the middle. You were driving, and I couldn't drive at all. So we went like one miles an hour the whole time, around like a half a mile thing. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I recall it wasn't going very fast, not just because of your driving, because it just wasn't very fast, and it was really loud. I, I agree with you. Row 9, I would have the same location. Um, Gabe, you didn't ride Speedway. If I recall, you were off buying more cold brews. But uh, any thoughts on Speedway from your viewing of it? Uh, this was a filler. This was a total filler. 15-minute wait, so I, I don't blame you guys for going on it, but, yeah, definitely definitely at the bottom. Okay, also in row nine, we have It's a Small World. Ben, be careful. This is your grandmother Mimi's favorite ride. Talk to us. What did you think of It's a Small World? Well, like, I thought it was going to be more like them singing different things, but all they were singing was, It's a small world after all. <laughs> It's a small world after all. And we were going in a boat around, like, a circle with the dolls singing that. Yes, that is a good description. It's, you know, it's a classic. Um, We had, Gabe didn't even want to get on it, if I recall correctly, right, Ben? He was not really into It's a Small World, but we got a great picture of him smiling on the ride. So it turned out he did have some fun on the ride. (laughs) Listen. Gabe, thoughts? <laughs> well, you follow Space Mountain up with this ride. You're, you're just setting yourself up for disappointment. <laughs> Sorry, Mimi. Sorry, Mimi. Hey, it's a classic. We had to do it. Yeah. We did it. Yeah, we did it. And we didn't, we didn't genie plus it. We didn't lightning lane it. We're glad we didn't lightning lane it. And that's it. Which brings us to the other one on your, third row, on your ninth row, Ben. Pirates of the Caribbean. We had quite an experience on Pirates. Can you tell our listeners what happened to us on Pirates, Ben? Well, at first we were going down. It was kind of like Small World, but just watching, like, just looking at skeletons. But then we went down like a, I don't know, a ramp and got a little bit wet. And after like a minute, like, of off the ramp... We got stuck for like 45 minutes. (laughs) We did get stuck for, I, in my head, it was 20 minutes. It could have been 45. It could have been three hours for all I know. We were stuck in one room where we had to see the same, what is it called? Animatronics? Yeah. Scene of these animatronic robots playing out the scene. Oh my God. Over and over. All right, let's, let's go with some lines here. Uh, my favorite line was, oh, quit your clucking. My favorite line was, strike your feathers, Deering. Show them your flock. <laughs> What's the, uh, the, the, only if it's a golden egg. <laughs> Lest they be golden eggs. Wait, no, I also like Dom. <laughs> Like, it's a 10. Give it, like, 10. Give us a 10, everyone. 10. I give it a 20 for the Rome. 
for the rum. <laughs> it's the rum they be wanting, don't you, boys? Oh man! The fact, the fact that Ben memorized it himself just shows how long we were sitting there. <laughs> and we also had, uh, we had something we were trying to get to next, right? That was another filler. We missed Haunted Mansion because of the pirates. Oh, well. That was a fail. Oh, well. All right. Next up, row eight. We only have one in row eight. What do you have in row eight here? This is, Ben has let me know this is not really a ride, but I, I qualified it as a ride. What's row eight? Gorilla Trail. What, what park is the Gorilla Trail? Animal Kingdom, I think. Yeah, yeah, Animal Kingdom. But <laughs> What do you remember about Gorilla Trail? Um, well, I liked it, but, like, the reason that it's on railway is because it's not really a ride, and we saw, like, baby gorillas and mom and dad gorillas, and the cutest one was the baby when it was, like, putting its arms, feet, like, his hands and uh, feet in a little cup, and it was... Like burying itself in like the hay or something. That's right. It's making memory. a blanket. Yeah, I thought, you know, we had a good time on Gorilla Trail. There's a lot of animals in Animal Kingdom. Like the lions were asleep. You know, there's a lot of, they look cool to see, but they're not doing much. But the gorillas on Gorilla Trail really put on a good show. They were great. We got a great picture with you right next to one. I mean, with glass, of course, Mary-Kate. Don't freak out. Gabe, thoughts on Gorilla Trail? Uh... Yeah, well, you know, it starts off pretty, like, tame. You just said a lot of birds. And we were like, is this going to actually, where are the gorillas? It took a while to get to the gorillas, I felt like. But, you know, it ended up being worth it, I think, in the end. Cause... At least it was shorter than Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> and that does remind me that the beginning of Gorilla Trail is a bird sanctuary, at which point Gabe tried to get us to turn around from the Gorilla Trail. <laughs> He, he was not feeling it. I can't blame him. I didn't need a bird sanctuary either. Yeah, I, sound like, I sound like the, the sourest person <laughs> no, to go to no, Disney with so true. far. No, no, no. It'll get better. Yeah. It'll get better, okay? Okay, row seven. This is where it really begins. This is where the rankings got hard, if I'm not mistaken, Ben. I mean, these are two really good rides you have in row seven. But that's how good Disney is. Two, row, two rides in row seven. We have Soaring at Epcot. And we have the Kali Rapids at Animal Kingdom. Talk to us about soaring, Ben. It was like uh, we went in like this big thing that you like hang down from or something, and there's just huge swing in front of or huge uh, t- like TV in front of it, and it felt like we were flying. Yeah, it totally felt like we were flying. Even though I'm, I love like heights. I. Still like the other ones more. And I think you and I both had a screen we liked the best on Soaring. And uh, you may have done a high five move or something. Tell us about that screen. Like it was a surfer. It was like uh, flying really close to the water on like a really cool sunset. And I tried giving one of the surfers um, a high five. Yeah, I got to tell you, I really love Soaring. That's a great ride, and it feels like you're actually flying. Gabe, it was your first time on Soaring. Thoughts? Well, I, I definitely went in thinking I was going to get sick, motion sickness, but it was awesome. It was really cool. The scenes, it looked like one of them looked like Napa Valley. That we saw Gabby's dad's house. 
But yeah, it was it was really cool. Held up well. I think this is from the when when did this come out? I think this one's been out a little bit, and I don't know that the videos have changed, but I think it's still a great ride. It's aged well, as, yeah. as our famous podcasts like to say. It's aged well. And then tied on this same row, seventh row, is the Kali Rapids. Ben, talk to us. Animal Kingdom, Kali Rapids. Well, it was like you were spinning in circles on this um, like raft thing, and... You went, like, the biggest part was, like, this drop where you went down, like, a um, kind of steep ramp and got really wet. And, yeah, that's all. We got drenched. I mean, that's, like, as wet as you get on any ride. But we were ready. You didn't, you didn't get wet. Well, I was ready. <laughs> I, know. I got wet. You know what? You came out a little bit damp. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. <laughs> ben, I think it was a smart move to take socks off before that ride. Did you take your socks off? Yeah. Yep, me and you did. Who didn't? Gabe. Yeah, Gabe didn't. And what did he have the rest of the day? Wet socks. Nah. Yes, he did. Nah, nah. For all you out there, I'm pro socks. Don't, don't listen to these guys. You can keep your socks on, all right? <laughs> keep your socks on. <laughs> I know it just felt so good to put on dry socks after that ride. <laughs> All right, we're up to row six. Row six, we have another tie here, Ben. You have Star Tours from Hollywood Studios, and you have the Safari from Animal Kingdom. What do you remember about Star Tours, dude? It was like this um, like thing in uh, Star Wars land or whatever, and... Like, you went into this room, and, like, the room shook, and there's a screen, and it felt like you were getting chased by, um, like, a uh, other ship or whatever. <laughs> by the dark side. And shoot, shooting, like, other things. That's my nephew right there. We both enjoyed the Star Wars ride, but we, it was in the Star Wars thing, and it, we were getting chased by other things because, you know, we're not Star Wars guys, but it is a good ride. I like that uh, C-3PO, the gold robot. That's his name, right, Gabe? Is that C-3PO? C-3PO was driving our, our whatever. We did some pod racing, which I like. That's just like Phantom Menace, my favorite Star Wars movie. Gabe, you had to fight through this moment with some non-Star Wars junkies. Talk to us about your experience on Star Tours. Well, I'd, I'd done this one before, and I told Timmy before, I was like, as long as we're not in the front row, we'll be good. Because the last time I got so incredibly motion sick, sick, and what happens? Where were we, Ben? Front row. Front row. <laughs> so halfway through, I'm like closing my eyes, breathing deep. Trying to guess. So I, this was Survive in Advance, this ride for me. Man, I'm really coming off awesome on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> so I think Star Tours was pleasantly, pleasantly awesome. Yeah, like, it, it was cool. And, and this whole Galaxy's End, I think, is the name of this area, fellas. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> and it was really cool. Very immersive uh, area. I just, I thought all the little nooks and crannies of this, like, this whole world that they've put together was, was really cool. Even for non-Star Wars fans. Yeah, I mean, definitely had a great time on Star Tours. It's a good ride. It's a really good ride. It felt like we were doing a lot of cool things. There's robots around us. So 
This was Gabe getting us to do Star Tours, and it was totally worth it. And look, look, it is. It's on row six. There's, there's just as many below it, pretty much, as there are above it. Okay? Animal Safari. What do you remember, Ben? It was like, it felt like you were in Africa going on a safari. We saw giraffes, elephants, lions, goats that can jump like eight feet in the air, yeah, I think. Yeah, you're right. Good memory. It can, and can run like 50 miles an hour. Um, and, it was, and we saw alligators, hippos. The hippos were huge. 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 They were like the size of a palm tree. Yes. No, thicker. And much thicker than a palm tree. Much, much thicker. They were like as thick as this bed. Yeah, they were like the size of our balcony. Like, that would be a hippo. That'd be, that'd be smaller than a hippo. And a giraffe's are six feet uh, when they're babies. When they're born, right? It's yeah. crazy. They're, they're like your dad's height the day they're born. Did they say the their tongues can go up to like their eyes or their e- like they, ears? Their tongues can like lick inside their ears. Weird. That's a weird fact. That's but a pretty weird fact. pretty cool. Long tongues, basically. My favorite animal on the animal safari this year was the white rhinos. Gabe, your favorite animal on the safari? Uh, they were sleeping, but I liked the lion. Lion was pretty cool. It's always impressive to see that in person, right? Mm-hmm. Ben, favorite animal on the safari? Giraffe. Yeah. The giraffes were active on our safari, which was cool. Which was, was cool. Yeah, it was a lot of them. It was a lot For of them. For part of the safari, we got, like, stoked because there was a rhino in the middle of the road. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Maybe that's what happened on Pirates. Maybe there was a rhino that got into the <laughs> indoor water thing. <laughs> ben, before we move on... Are you going to ride pirates next time you go to Disney? No. Go, quit your clucking. Still no. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We have eight rides down. We have eight rides down. We have eight rides to go. When we come back, we're going to start with row five, where Ben has one standalone in row five. Why don't we just do the rest or not? We need a quick pause. Say, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Okay, we are back, and now we're doing the second half of our po- of I shouldn't say our of Ben Berkey's power rankings of the 16 rides he went on at Disney. You heard his first eight. You heard his bottom eight. Now you're going to hear his top eight. He's got them selected into rows. There are some ties, but in row five, standing alone as his eighth most favorite ride in Disney World, Toy Story Mania. Tell us about it, Ben. It was really fun. Like. I, it was like a Toy Story thing where there was like this little car thing and you'd like spin and each time you spin you like go to a new screen and like try to get points and Timmy went on it a bunch and it was my first time and he, he was like should I let Ben win and he, in his head he was like no I should try but and I beat him by 1,200, I think. Exactly, 1,200, yes. In a game that there's like, we each had 75,000 or more points. It was close, but you beat me. Yeah. And I'm supposed to be the Toy Story guy. 
And I was the one that was dying to go on this ride. And you were better than me. Mm-hmm. It's the one thing I'm going to take negative home with me. Is I'm, I'm not going to get over that one easily. You know I'm competitive, Ben. Toy Story Mania, one of my favorite rides where you're shooting at things the entire time with 3D glasses and they keep your score and they tell you who won out of you and your partner that you're traveling with. And Ben Berkey, I had a big lead on him in the beginning and he totally took me down even though I was not trying to let him win. And I have to do a special shout out here, okay? <laughs> because this ride took place while we were in line for another ride. We had a Genie Plus for Toy Story Mania, Slinky Dog, which we will get to. Slinky Dog. Slinky-doe. We will get there. Was quite a long line. And Gabriel let us leave that line to go ride Toy Story Mania and then come back to him. It's going to be 80 minutes when it ended up being two hours and 80 minutes. Yeah, we are definitely going to detail that a bit. Gabe, thank you very much for letting me ride Toy Story Mania. Hey, somebody's got to hold the line. (laughs) Well, like the IO family would probably... True best friends hold the line yeah, for each other. That's you know what, what he mean? did. He held the line for his best friends. Well, it got us a memory. So thank you very much. So that brings us to row four. Row four. We have a tie here. These are great rides. And these are your sixth and seventh favorite rides. Tied. Tied. Sixth and seventh favorite rides at Disney World. Tower of Terror in Hollywood Studios and Test Track in epcot Epcot. start with hollywood studios go ben tower of terror was really fun but like we stayed in a elevator that went like up and down and up and down like really fast and it went to like right to left and sometimes i think it might have went diagonal and we were just screaming our butts off (laughs) and like, if you saw me, I was holding on to my stuffed animal Everest. Like, uh, like, I don't know. We were on, how would you say I was holding him? Like, For dear life. Yeah. For dear life. You were gripping him in the picture. Yeah, it was the most physically scared I saw Ben the entire time, actually. Was Tower of Terror? Tower of Terror. How about you, Gabe? It was your first time. First on time, it. yeah. I, you know, I wasn't sure what to expect. I'm a big Twilight Zone fan, so this was a fun one for me. Awesome, yeah. It was fun. I love how much they make the entire. The line is creepy. Then they take you in like that that room where you watch the video, which is creepy. Yeah. The whole thing. It's done well. Any last thoughts on Tower of Terror, Ben? Would you do it again? Yes. All right. Tied with Tower of Terror was Test Track. Tell us about Test Track. That's at Epcot. It was like, it was our last ride of the trip. And like, we waited in line to um, make like our own car. But the car that we rode in didn't turn out like our car. But it um, went like all the the fastness and like the stableness and whatever stability yeah stability and um like uh after like when we went to test it at like the first three things was like 
test the stability and the. Uh. Um. <laughs> Excuse me, is what he said. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the stability. What were the two other things except for the fastness? It was power and stability and efficiency. Maybe? efficiency. Yeah, like when we tested those, we went like down a like a ramp and we went like we like took really sharp turns but for the fast one we went around like this giant circle and like it went 64 miles an hour but since there was no top on the car it felt like we went like we were going like 110 miles an hour on the ride. Yeah, that's right, because we're in like a convertible, so 65 miles an hour felt unbelievable. I was terrified. I thought, well, I asked Timmy if he was going to go on it. Yeah, that ride was good. What'd you think, Gabe? You had been on that, if I'm not mistaken. No, I've never, I, I've never been on that one. And I'll tell you, I hate to say, but this one started off, I thought, kind of lame. It looked like a Chevy commercial at the beginning. So I was, like, really worried because this was the last one of the day. And I was like, oh, man, is this how we're going to end this? And then, yeah, hitting top speed. I I had to clutch. I had to clutch the bar for a second because it was, like, way surprising, right, how fast we went. I looked over at Ben, who was up against the left side of our car, and he was smiling ear to ear and just, like, shouting words that I don't even know if they made sense together because he was having so much fun. So I I was really pleasantly surprised. If you had told me before Test Track, because, Gabe, that was your call. That was a good call. You fit one more in before we did the Ring of Nations or countries or whatever it is, and it was... Look it! It's in the top seven! Before the fireworks? Yeah, before the fireworks. We we fit one more in. Fireworks. The fireworks were so close, and like they were the coolest fireworks I've ever seen. Yes. Uh, and like last year, I think during like some party, somebody was talk. Some like Momo was saying that like one year she went to Disney World and the firework got stuck in her eye or like got caught in her eye. So I was like. Like at the end when there was a bunch of fireworks, I was just walking backwards while like looking at the fireworks because they looked like they've been getting like so close. And like I was like looking at the fireworks and looking forward, then looking at the fireworks and looking forward. And when, when I looked at the fire, like looked forward. I was like an inch away from slamming my face against the sign, like the, like the menu on for a restaurant. Yeah, that was classic. Yeah, I take it back. I said Tower of Terror was the most scared I saw Ben. The fireworks show at Epcot might have been the most freaked out. And it was only in the last 30 seconds. It had been like a 20-minute fireworks show, but he did. He did. Whatever Momo said to him made him think, and he was getting out of there. He didn't want to not see anything, but he was getting out of there. Good job, <laughs> That's awesome. Gabe was, like, chasing me. <laughs> that was classic. Uh, I, I, am, I actually, I must comment, I, I am known for not thinking fireworks are as cool as many people think. But when you add music uh, to the fireworks, suddenly I like them ten times more. That was awesome. All right, that brings us up to row three. We are now in the top five. Tied. Now we'll say this, tied for third place, tied for third place, we have two coasters. I think you're going to see a 
theme here. In the last five, Ben fell in love with roller coasters. We call him Ben R.C. Berkey, Ben Roller Coaster Berkey. So, tied for third, Slinky Dog and Big Thunder Mountain. All right. You know what? Let's start with Big Thunder Mountain. Talk to us about Big Thunder Mountain, Ben. It was, like, a really fun roller coaster. Like, we went, like, when we went down and up, we went, like, the same speed. But when we went down, it was, like, um, it was, like, you felt the air more, the wind more. And when you went up, you didn't feel it that much. And it was just really cool. Yeah, you were loving that ride, and it feels like you're actually on a mountain, right? And like, like you're in a train, and yeah, I was blown away by the fact that it didn't just go fast when we were going down, it went fast when we were going up. Uh, Gabe, you've ridden it before. Yeah. Tell us about your experience on Big Thunder Mountain with Ben Berkey. Yeah, this was a fun one. Shout out to my kids and Gab. This is one we've done a few times. It's fun. Um, I talked to Timmy afterwards. You know, the whole theme is this like mine train, and there's parts where it's like it feels and sounds super rickety and i'm looking at i'm going i don't know if this is like because it's old or is that intentional and i think it's intentional obviously but like it's those little touches that make it make it fun so into it i do remember that it totally was more scary because of its creakiness and i was not thinking it was intentional but you're probably right you're probably right all right tied with big thunder mountain is the now famous and infamous Slinky Dog, Slinky Dog Coaster at Hollywood Studios. Ben, you start this story for the for our listening audience. We went in the line, and it said eighty five minutes, and it might have been eighty five minutes, but it felt like two hours and thirty minutes. Yeah, it didn't feel like two hours and thirty minutes, Ben. It was way more than eighty five minutes. It was the longest line. That Gabe and I have ever waited in. Same with me. What else about it? Um, it, well, about the line. About Slinky Dog or the line. Well, it, it was pretty fun. I destroyed, like, the height limit. <laughs> and, um. What does that mean? I was, like, a foot taller than the height limit. Nice. Um. And it was a pretty, really fun coaster with a lot of drops. And you thought it'd be over at one point, but then that was just like the halfway point. Good memory. Yeah, and so the line is, so we now have an expression in our lives, which is anytime we need to show patience, we're just going to say slinky dog, slinky dog, slinky dog. Because Ben redefined seven-year-old patience in this line. This thing wasn't moving. We hung out with the family from Iowa in front of us. You guys kept talking about, like, I don't think Cam, Charlie, Mela, or Tegan could wait, could be this patient. Yeah, it was impressive. Impressive patience from an eight-year-old. Yeah, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something if I was there with my family, okay? After that line stopped moving, whoa, Mela, Tegan, and Della would have been on a different ride. Now, like... 70-minute lines feel like one-minute lines. Yes, and exactly. During the line, I'd say I hit like f- 10 home runs on baseball nine. 
God bless the baseball game on your cell phone. God bless your father for getting me the code to extend your screen time. Because Slinky Dog. 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 It was a great ride. I would like to point out one other part of the line. There was me and you, Ben, leaving, and we got to ride Toy Story Mania, then we came back. Then we let Gabe leave, right? We, we, Gabe needed a break. He, we were all hungry. Do you remember what food Gabe brought back for us? Because he was, he was a hero in the line around us when he got back to the front we where got, we were. We got grilled cheese and, like, tater tots, and I got a water. Yep. And grilled cheese and tater tots for you. We thought we were going to move, like, 30 feet yeah. while eating it, but yeah. we only moved, like, 5 feet. Yes. He brought back tater tots with, I, I think, every ingredient they had in the park on top of the tater tots. The fact that this just shows how long we were staying in this line, that, <laughs> that not only did Timmy and Ben go on another ride, <laughs> but then I went and got food, brought it back, and then we ate this, like, massive we meal, we and then we... And then we still were waiting for another 30 minutes, I think, afterwards. Yes. <laughs> and we, we were like, by the time you got back, we, were in, we only moved a foot from where we stood. <laughs> oh, it was rude. <laughs> Slinky dog. Slinky dog. And you and, t- uh, while I was playing Baseball 9, you and Gabe were just playing, like, Game Pigeon. <laughs> yeah, I discovered Game Pigeon and... Oh, man. Yeah, from, that's right. We learned it from the people in front of us. I feel like, you know, we talked about if we're looking for the optimism, every, every trip like this, you kind of have the ups and downs. You can't have everything just break your way. So this was like us accepting that, like, not everything's going to be perfect. We're not going to get through every line super fast. And so it was a good, it was good. Slinky dog. I mean, dog. of all the we things we did, it was the biggest watch. life lesson. Slinky dog, man, you got to. Hey, when, where's my food? What's wrong with that waitress? Hey, man, slinky dog. Slinky dog it. <laughs> the other thing it was a lesson in was tipping point, right? Because and after, like, five, like, a bunch of other rides, and, like, each line, we had they screamed slinky dog twice. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Slinky dog. It, I felt like it was tipping point, too, because right when it became apparent that it was going to be forever, we had been in the line just long enough that others bailed. We couldn't bail. Yeah. Yeah. It was a real tipping point for us. Perseverance. Perseverance. Slinky dog. It's got a lot of meanings. All right. We ben. didn't even talk about the ride, by the <laughs> no, way. No, the ride was good, yeah, right? Was it was good. fun. Yeah, it was fun. Was fun. Good roller coaster. <laughs> ben said a lot of ups and downs. It was very solid. It's very cool looking. You feel like you're on the slinky dog. But now it's more of a life lesson than it is a ride. I still like slinky dog as the character, but like... I used to. Now he's my least favorite. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're in our top three. Tied. Well, it's not his fault that yeah. there was such a big one. That's right. We shouldn't. And, like, we had to wait an extra, like, 30 minutes because the ride broke down. <laughs> we yeah. were on Toy Story Mania. That's right. There's, it's just, it's just. Anyways, okay. Tied for second place. Two phenomenal rides, Ben. You have selected, tied for second place, Everest and Space Mountain. Which one do you want to talk about first? Well, first, I just thought about Mount, uh, about Everest and about, like, the picture. You can see Tim, all Timmy's pictures on, for all of their rides. Timmy's, fa- Timmy's, like, hair was going back and his mouth was wide open, like, 
I have fun. I have fun on the rides. I get pretty excited on the rides. It's like what I was like, like, it's like what um, me or somebody who was going to Disney World would be like when they figured out that they were going. <laughs> yeah, that was that level of excitement. So you're going with Everest. What do you remember about Everest? It was like one of the best rides I'm like ever going to be on. It was like first we go like around the mountain, then we go up this really steep thing. And then you go, like, backwards into the, um, like, mountain and a yeti. Like, you see a shadow of a yeti, and it, like, like right after the yeti, like, does its thing, um, we go, like, straight down, like, 70 miles an hour. Oh. Yeah, and we, we go backwards and forwards, right? Backwards and forwards, which I think is so cool on that one. You don't realize you're going to go backwards when you do. Yeah, I, you weren't even knowing. Yeah, I totally forgot. I love Everest. I knew I was going to love it again. Uh, but I, even I forgot you go backwards. Gabe, it was your first time at Animal Kingdom even, right? So this was your first Everest experience. Tell us about it. It really was awesome, and probably the coolest thing was seeing Ben and being being there for Ben's first roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. he was he was literally shaking at the end of excitement. Right, like, he his hand. He was like, I can't stop shaking. I felt like my mom for a second. <laughs> so that so that was that was cool. Not only was it an awesome ride, but like being there to see his excitement was really cool. Yeah, that was your first roller coaster, Ben. I gotta say, it's pretty cool that your first roller coaster was Everest at Disney World because that's a good place to start. Yeah. And after that was when we also knew that it was going to be a roller coaster type of trip. And I have to say, I'm gonna I'm gonna point out. Gabe, you pointed out that, you know, sometimes life throws you a slinky dog and you got to slinky dog it, right? And that's what we did. All three of these top three, we got lucky on, oh, yeah. right? Because we genie plus Everest, ran there first thing in the morning and, or no, we didn't genie plus it. We were running there because we got to go in when it opened and it was shut down, shut down. I think we did genie plus yeah, it actually. We did. we did genie plus it. So our genie plus proved no good because Everest was shut down so then we went and did those other rides and then we were walking somewhere else and just happened to walk by Everest saw it was open jumped in line and had that incredible experience thank god it reopened so good all right that takes us to tied for second place tied with Everest is Space Mountain Space Mountain Ben you were shaking after this one too Space Mountain at Magic Kingdom. It was your first ride at Magic Kingdom. Talk to us about Space Mountain. It was so fun. I could hear, I was in like the front of the roller coaster, and I, like, I could hear Gabe and Timmy behind me just like screaming, and like their heads were like ducked down and their arms were like straight because they thought their head was going to like hit the thing, hit the top, and... um. Like, it was, like, at first, there were some, like, LEDs in, like, a tunnel. And then we went in, like, this, um, like, cylinder thing mm -hmm. and went around in, like, circles and, like, loop-de-loops. Loop-de-loops. But we didn't go upside down. No, yeah. 
It was really fun. You, of course, Ben, said your, what, what I would argue was maybe your favorite line of the week um, is after every great ride, as soon as we got off, you said, can we go again? <laughs> you wanted to do Space Mountain right away, right again. I absolutely love Space Mountain. I, I did not, I liked it more this time than the last time I was on it. I thought it was terrifying. It is so dark, and you don't know which way you're going to move next. I heard, you guys heard me, like, saw and heard me be, like, scared, scared, but I could hear you guys be so scared. On Space Mountain, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was truly terrified on Space Mountain. Gabe, I think it, you had been on it, right? Way back in the day. I think this has aged maybe the best ride out of any ride I've ever been on. Yeah. That's that old. Like, you think it's going to be kind of lame, but it was still awesome. And I thought I was going to hit my head every single time we went underneath something. So, so much fun. And it was awesome. Again, first ride of the day. So, awesome way to start the day at uh, Magic Kingdom. So, didn't you say you rode Space Mountain with your dad? I'm pretty sure when he brought me that that was like one of the rides we got to go on. And at the time, it was like the the newer ride so it was like the hot thing to get on and so to be able to do it again was pretty special big ups to pops boomer sooner pops and and nice job taking your son on space mountain when he was younger he still remembers okay so everest we almost didn't get to ride because it was closed then we happened to walk by when it reopened and we got up pretty quickly space mountain we got off and it closed Close. do you remember we got off and it closed we were like I think it reopened much later in the day, but it was closed for hours. I think it was closed. Uh, might have. I don't even know if it did reopen, actually, for the day, which is wild. It did. Thank goodness. And do you remember, Ben, why we were on Space Mountain when we were on it? Because one man in this oh, room we, 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 led to this. We, like, at the beginning, we, we were about to go on Seven Doors, but then um, we were waiting in the line for, like, 20 minutes, and then, like... I asked Timmy, um, did Gabe say anything? And Timmy was like, I don't think so. And then he looked at his phone, and oh, he was like, oh, the line is 20 minutes. We got to hurry. And then we were, like, running so, like, all the way from, like, across the park. To- yeah, so Gabe, as we're sitting in Seven Dwarfs, right, to wait for another 80 minutes for a roller coaster, uh, went to Space Mountain to check it out, left us in Seven Dwarfs, sent me a text. Ben told me to check my text. I checked my text. Gabe had told me, get over here. It's, it's short. Let's go. And we barely made it. You were like towards the front when you go inside, when it would have got really much harder to get with you. Listen, divide and conquer. We, we, usually you stay together as a group. This was the one time we were like, let's break off and let's try to see if this would work. And it totally worked in our favor. So... Good job on everybody. And we were so close to getting on that that even if we had left the three of us when, uh, when me and Ben left, we wouldn't have been far enough up in the line. It would have shut down. You saved the day on Space Mountain, man. You saved the day. All right. Listeners, we are now there. You have heard about 15 rides. We are at Ben Berkey's number one power-ranked ride here at Disney World. Ben Berkey went to all four parks. He did five different roller coasters. He did 16 different rides. But none could measure up to his number one ride. Ben, take it away. Tron. Tron! It was, like, the best ride ever. We went on, like, these mo- motorcycles that, like, glow up. 
and um they like it was just sick we went like on them and we like pulled this thing so a thing could go like on our back the handles so it's like thing that strapped us in could go on our back and it like felt like i was like well i'll get to that later <laughs> like if at the beginning like the first like we went in this tunnel it was like blue leds because like it was blue and um we like like we stopped for like a minute, and then after they said, like, uh, initiating for takeoff or Energy something. transfer. Initiating energy, energy transfer. transfer. For t- and two, one. And, like, we went so fast. We went, like, five, like, we kept going, like, f- five miles an hour, and eventually we got to, like, 70 miles an hour. And we went, like, above, we went, like, almost went upside down. And, like, before we got on it, I got scared because, like, they put nets under the roller coaster. That's right. You saw the nets. You were and, like, what are those nets for? And I was like, I'm getting a lot more scared. <laughs> <laughs> and then after we went on it, like, the line was really short. And... Um, we just, I wanted to go again so badly, and all the twists and turns were great. And that we also got really lucky on because right after we went on it, it started, like, pouring, and we had, like, the last ride of the day. I think we were, if we weren't the last ride, there was only two or three after us, and then that thing shut down. We were so lucky to get on Tron. Oh, my goodness. Gabe, thoughts on Tron? Well, the other thing was the fact that out of all the rides, there's like two or three rides that are like really hard to get, get in line for. Yeah. Or tickets for or whatever. And the fact that we even got into the virtual queue for this one was like we were all so psyched for the day knowing that we had this this golden ticket basically. And so the fact that we were able to do it, so awesome. It really was legit the best ride. I I, I was so psyched. Yeah, I think we all agree that Tron was the best ride of of the week. And uh, Gabe got up and got on on the Genie Plus, got in the virtual queue at 7.00 on the dot. The whole day was shaped around it. And then, um, surprisingly... I didn't even want to wait until our number was called. So we like went up the ramp and then we went up and we went into the line and we got all the way to the front where they where they checked to make sure we're not cheating. And I thought with cute Ben, they would just let us through and they stopped us. They didn't let us through. We were on virtual line 77 and they had only let in up to 76, but we waited and then we were the first ones in 77. And thank goodness, because it literally shut down within five minutes of our of our getting off of it. Group 78 probably wouldn't. I know. I feel so bad for those people. That is, that is why it's just wild that that happened. I, I still am shocked. I keep thinking like the people who were just about to get on the ride and then it shut down. I feel so bad for them. I know. Ben, this is a lesson in life, man. 
Most people would leave here focused on their rough slinky dog experience, but we are focused on how lucky we got on Tron, Space Mountain, and Everest. All three things broke our way. Everest, because it was shut down, then we got to go on it. When it shut, turned back on, we just happened to walk by it. All right, Ben, over here. I know you're having fun playing with Remy. Any final thoughts on Tron or Disney World Guys Weekend in general? Mm, not really. Do you think you're going to want to come back to Disney World someday? Yes. And what ride will you go to first if that happens? Tron. Not shocking. You heard it here first. He's going to Tron. I'll be on the app at 6.59, refreshing like crazy for you, Ben. Next time you're here, Ben, you just let us know. We'll get on the app wherever we are, and we'll make sure to get you on Tron. And we know that we are never going on a shuttle again. Yeah, we've, we've eliminated the, the shuttle from the Buena Vista Hilton, uh, and we, we, we definitely entered rideshare territory. worked much better. Ben, I got to give you a shout-out. You were the best seven-year-old kid in the history of Disney. You were patient. You were well-behaved. You had fun on everything. You had energy galore. You stayed up. You walked 12 and a half miles yesterday, and you didn't complain once. Except you did get hangry for about five minutes at Epcot. You got a little hangry. We solved it with a hot dog. But you were amazing. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Don't go on pirates. Avoid don't avoid pirates of the Caribbean. Ah, oh, quit your clucking, Gabe. All right. I want to thank everyone so much for joining us here at Live at Disney World with Ben Berkey on the My Tribe podcast. Quick recap. Ben's Disney dinner table. Woody, Mike Wazowski, Betamax, Lightning McQueen, and Abu. Not a bad table, Ben. Not a bad table at all. I think you're the winner. I think you're. I think that's the most interesting table. The runner-up is Gabe. Gabe Huffstuller. He's eating his Disney dinner with Mickey, Genie from Aladdin, Remy, Moana, and Peter Pan. And you know what? You know what I respect about Gabe's grouping is Ben picked his group for fun and and laughter and and funny. But Gabe picked his group for classic and so that Peter Pan could take them all out after the dinner. That, I mean, that is some real thinking right there by Gabe Huffstuller. Congratulations, Gabe. You're the runner-up in the Disney dinner draft. And the third-place finisher is me. And I'm still proud of my table. I'm eating dinner with Princess Belle, Princess Tiana, Buzz Lightyear, Flynn Rider, and Linguini. I'm happy with my table. I'm going to have a good time with my five. But... Really, really enjoyed the Disney dinner draft. Before I sign off, just a few things we'd like to remember. Day one, um, Ben, fantastic job. You know, Guys Weekend, stuff happens on Guys Weekend. What are you going to do? Our first night in Disney, Ben puked a lot. It was from phlegm. He was coughing. It all made sense. But after that was out, he passed out. And the next morning, what did he do? He rallied. It's a good sign for future guys' weekends. Also, if anyone doesn't know this, from day one, we learned that Gabe really loves elevators. If there's a chance to get on an elevator, Gabe would like to. There's also one elevator that we went on when Ben said, this elevator smells like puke. It sure did, Ben. It sure did. It was exactly smelling like puke. 
We had a lazy river at our hotel. It was known as the not lazy, lazy river. Because when you go down a lazy river with a seven-year-old, it's normally going to be the not lazy, lazy river. And Disney Springs was a great time on day one. Day two, I want to never forget Gabe's emotional roller coaster. Uh, if you haven't been to Disney in a long time, you have to get up early in the morning. And much like buying tickets to a concert, you have to get online at 7 a.m. exactly on your app. And there was a absolutely classic morning where at 6.55, Gabe freaked out because he was afraid our hotel was not linked to his Disney app, which would mean he would not have early access to the rides. At 6.57, he fixed that. So two minutes later, he fixed that and he felt very optimistic. At 6.59, he was excited. He was gonna get the ride we wanted to get on. At seven o'clock, he did not get on that ride. We did not get access to the ride we wanted. And at 7.01, he was completely dejected. It was a Gabe emotional roller coaster, like probably only Gabby can appreciate. And it was awesome to be a part of it. Gabe, thank you for giving it everything you got. And we'll never be mad at you for not getting on that, uh, that, that virtual line that morning. Um, and the other thing from day two we want to remember is the Slinky Dog line. It was the longest line in the history of lines. Um, while we were in line, it was over two and a half hours long, even though it said it would be just 80 minutes. Slinky Dog is a Toy Story roller coaster at Hollywood Studios. Ben and I left the Slinky Dog line to go ride Toy Story Mania. Thank you, Gabe, for letting us do that. We also want to remember the really fun family from Iowa that we were in line with. They were a really patient bunch. The wife, the mom, got a little less patient, <laughs> a little more upset. But the two sons and the dad and eventually the mom were awesome to be in that long line with. And we, we developed a new word, right, Ben? We developed the slinky dog. Anytime, anytime that you're, you got to be patient, we just say slinky dog, slinky dog, slinky dog. Anytime life throws at you, you know, some challenges, you say, Slinky Dog, Slinky Dog, because we can, we got through it. We got through the Slinky Dog challenge. Another thing that happened in line was Gabe left line uh, as well to get some food, and he came back with tater tots just doused in everything Disney has to offer. It was classic. For six minutes, he was an absolute hero to everyone around us, but we didn't move. <laughs> at all in the six minutes that we ate our tater tots. Slinky dog, Ben, slinky dog. Don't forget, Ben, when life throws you a slinky dog, you just gotta be patient, fight through it, and not far behind will be a Tron. So congratulations to Disney for teaching us a life lesson. And then day three, Gabe and I learned we are cooler than Robin Thicke. We saw Robin Thicke at a park, and we quickly realized the guy that wrote, er, whatever, I don't know if wrote's the right word, but the guy that sang Blurred Lines, Song of the Summer, many years ago, I think we're cooler than him. I really do think both Gabe and I and Ben are cooler than him. And then as you heard me say, we'll never forget from our time stuck in the Pirates of the Caribbean, Ah, oh, quit your clucking. It's the rum they want, don't you boys? Oh man, what a trip. Absolute trip of a lifetime. Absolute dream come true. Gabe, couldn't have been with a better adult than you. I had an absolute blast with you, man. Thank you for all the positivity and the energy. And Ben, you are the man. I'm never going to Disney without you, Ben. I'm never, ever going to Disney without you. 
Thank you very much to Gabby and Mary-Kate and Kyle and Della who made this whole thing possible. Thanks for letting us go away on Guys Weekend. Ben, thanks for being awesome. And thank you to all of our listeners for listening to, I think, my favorite My Tribe podcast of all time, Ben Berkey, live from Disney World. Thank you all so much love. Keep it moving, yeah, yeah. Keep it moving, yeah, yeah. To the K I M, keep it moving. True that, to the K I M. Ain't got no time for shucking and jiving. Uh.